today's episode of the Engaging Marketeer podcast, I wanted to talk about something that I see talked about by people in my position, digital marketing experts, SEO people, call us what you will, on a regular basis. And it's the kind of thing that always, always without fail delves into some sort of argument. And it's the relatively simple subject of what's the ideal word length for a piece of content on the internet? What's the ideal word length? It's a question I get asked a lot. It's a question I see raised a lot. Clients ask it, people within our team ask it, writers ask it, what's the ideal word length for a piece of content? And I'm in a group. I mean, I've mentioned this before, so regular listeners of this will know. I'm in a, in a marketing group on um, on some platform. I won't go into too much detail because I don't want to tip off the people who I'm talking about. I'm in a group where there's a, there's a lot of marketing experts in this group. So there's people who do SEO, there's people who do content, but there's people who don't know about SEO in this group as well. So they, they might be uh, video people, they might be PR, they might be graphic designers, that sort of thing. And this discussion popped up in there not so long ago, where somebody asked, what's the ideal length for a piece of content for the internet? And it seems that whenever somebody who's, who's well noted within SEO, like maybe, maybe Neil Patel, for example, puts out a blog about a particular word length for a particular type of content, that people latch onto that and go, oh, that's the right answer. That's the answer. That's the definitive answer for how long a piece of content should be. And somebody put into this group that you cannot have any meaningful rankings for any content on a website unless it's at least 800 words. It's got to be at least 800 words. Unless you write a piece of content that is at least 800 words, you are not going to have any meaningful rankings whatsoever. You're not going to get any traffic from Google. It's not going to work. You're wasting your time. Any content that's 200 or 300 or 400 words, you may as well not bother because it's never going to rank and compete against something that is a longer piece of content, but everything else is equal. So the website's about the same strength. Uh, the SEO is about the same strength. The links are about the same. All other factors being equal. If your content is 300 words and somebody else's is 800 words, theirs is going to rank higher. And that's what this person was saying, and they were adamant it was true. It is, in fact, a complete load of bollocks. There is no such thing and I'm, I'm going to stress this, I'm going to stress this because it's important. There is no such thing as an ideal length of content. There is no such thing as the ideal word count for a piece of content. And anyone who tells you there is, is wrong. So if you're writing a, a blog or a guide or an FAQ or a feature article or a, or a press release, whatever it may be for your website, because you need to put some content on your website about a particular particular thing within your industry, a particular topic around your niche, do not think, right, this piece of content has to be 800 words. If I don't make this 800 words, it's not going to rank, it's not going to work. Because that is quite simply untrue. Yeah, in this marketing group that I was in, there were supposed SEO experts, SEO professionals, call them what you will, insisting, insisting that content had to be a minimum of 800 words or it was never going to rank. Now, I didn't want to get into an argument because you know me, I don't like to get into an argument. <clears throat> I don't like to get into an argument. Not when it's in that kind of environment because there's so many people putting comments in at the same time. You just end up with a pile on and it, it, it's not 
it's not the way way to do it. Just let them get on with it. Just let them get on with it. But as an example, and I, and I, I didn't post this in there as an example, because again, I didn't want to get into this sort of environment. Um, we've got one client who has a piece of content on his website, which is 300 words. 300 words for this particular page of content. And this particular page of content answers a specific question that is related to his industry. It's flooring. It's the flooring industry. I'll, I'll come right out and say that. It's about flooring. It's about carpet. And this particular content, it's 300 words. It answers a particular, a particular question within his industry. And it has generated over the last two years uh, 10,000 page views. 10,000 page views for this one blog. 300 word blog and it's got a featured snippet on Google now for those of you listening that don't know what a featured snippet is when you search on Google for uh, any sort of question that you may have if Google finds a page on the internet that it deems to be the most important page on the internet related to that particular question or query it will put it not just at the number one ranking it will put it at the top and it will put it in a little box and it will pull through a paragraph or a snippet of information from that page. So, for example, if you went onto Google now and you said, how old is the queen? Then that snippet at the top would pull through and it would give you the queen's age. And it would probably pull it from Wikipedia or something like that. That's how a featured snippet works. And this particular website had a featured snippet for a 300-word blog. And it was generating... 10,000 views in the last two years for that one blog. Now, if you said this to that person in that group, they'd say, that's impossible. That's absolutely impossible. You can't have any sort of meaningful rankings with a piece of content unless it's at least 800 words because that's what Neil Patel said on one of his blogs. Yeah, Neil Patel may have said something like that about a particular style of content, perhaps, but that you're taking it out of context. You're taking what somebody has said about one thing and you're just applying it to everything and then you're going off around the internet, around groups, around uh, masterminds and advice and, and, and forums and saying, this is gospel, this is how it is, you cannot do that unless it's the case. And you're wrong. You are 100% wrong and you are telling people incorrect information. Now, this, this discussion also then went on to duplicate content and copying content and repurposing content for social media. Because it went on, if, if we put the content on the website, can we also use it for social media? Can we share it on different things? And it's like, yes, you can share the link to the content on social media, but do not copy the content from your blog and paste it into, say, for example, a LinkedIn post, because that will create duplicate content, and that's not particularly good for Google because it's going to negatively affect you. And this person came back and went, no, it isn't. That's absolutely untrue. <sighs> and this is kind of the problem that I've got, you see. This is, this is sort of why I'm doing this podcast in the first place, because there is so much rubbish out there told by supposed professionals in our industry Two people that want advice, that are asking advice, that are, that are getting this advice, and they're getting absolute crap back. So let me be clear on these two things. Number one, there is no such thing 
as a perfect word count for a piece of content for the internet. If you are writing a news piece or a blog and you can say that in 250 words or 300 words, then do so. Do not try to pad it out to 400 or 500 or 800 words because you've read somewhere or someone's told you that that might be the best way to do it, because it isn't. There is no ideal word length. If you are trying to get a featured snippet and you have a competitor or an irrelevant website that has the current featured snippet, have a look at what their content is. If their content is 300 words, and if it's one of ours, it might well be, then you might have a better chance of doing it if you wrote content that was longer and more more sort of thorough and covered a few more topics and, and was laid out a little better. I won't go into details and the specifics on how that does, but if you were trying to compete with something, then if you made it longer, then yes, you'd have a better chance of getting it. If you have a piece of content from somebody else's website that has a featured snippet and it's 2,000 words, then you're probably not going to get the featured snippet from them with a 300-word piece of content. No. No. Because it's true that 2,000 words is better than 300 words. Yes. But do not think that you need to have 800 or 1,000 or 1,500 or 2,000 words on a blog for it to rank, for it to get you traffic, because that is untrue. And anyone who tells you that is true is wrong. And I can prove otherwise. Come to me if you want evidence. I can prove otherwise. And the second thing is duplicate content. Please do not copy content and slap it on different places because you will negatively affect your website. Google does not like duplicate content. It does not like copied content. It does not like people trying to copy content from other places and stick it on their website and vice versa to try to make their website seem bigger when it isn't. If you want to repurpose something for social media, then use a snippet and link to it, or rewrite it, or use it as an image, or use it as a video, or use it as an infographic. There's lots of different ways you can repurpose content, and we'll do a podcast on repurposing content further down the line. So look out for that one. We will do a podcast on repurposing content. But do not just copy and paste. Copy and paste is bad. Copy and paste is why so many websites uh, that have products that have the same descriptions as other websites, don't rank for them because Google doesn't want to see the same thing over and over again because it's no good for the end user. It's no good for the person looking for it. So don't do that. So I hope I've got that message across in as succinct a way as physically possible because I am not known for my succinctness. That's not easy for me to say, I can tell you that now. I'm not known for my succinctness, but thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you're really enjoying the Engaging Marketeer podcast, then I would love for you to to leave me a, a review, leave me five stars if you can, leave me some comments, I really appreciate that. And also follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to, I would really appreciate that. So thank you very much, and I will see you again next time. Oh!